And I think we are joined by potentially my choice, my preference for the next senator from Pennsylvania, Republican, Dr. Mehmet Oz. Dr. Oz, can you hear me? I hear you very well, Greg. I was enjoying your soliloquy. Thank you for <laughs> setting it up. If I can just add one thing to the last point you made. Uh, I, I'm very concerned about the Wall Street Washington revolving door because it opens right into the swamp. And you get people who have groupthink. Uh, they actually don't focus on Main Street needs. I'm in just outside of Pittsburgh right now as I speak to you in, a, in an area that's struggled. And these folks are frustrated. They don't feel like their values are being heard. And Washington keeps getting it wrong. Because they don't listen to the values of Main Street America, of, of people who've struggled, who've been hurt by much of the decision-making over the last 15 years. Uh, Dave McCormick, as you bring up, who's running against me in, this, in, the, in the Senate race, was one of the folks who put together the bailout in 2008, which helped financial institutions but did not help Main Street. It's led to a lot of the challenges, especially for young people uh, in this country who feel like they got left behind because there was no plan for them. All the money kept going to people who made the mistakes that caused it collapsed in 2008. It didn't go to the people caught in the middle. And then fast forward, he lays off workers. He outsources them to Asia. He builds the biggest hedge fund ever, uh, in porn hedge fund in China, over a billion dollars, and did it during COVID when the rest of us were trying to pick the pieces up. But this pension fund issue, is, it, you know, it doesn't sound sexy, but it's very, very ang- uh, angering to Pennsylvanians because we've got really high property taxes. Now, imagine. The, 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 the group that's taking care of all the school employees, I'm, closing, I'm including the janitors, the bus drivers, the lunch lady, right, as well as the teachers. They put their money to work with him and, and other managers. He personally, with his company, take out over half a billion dollars, right, $500 million. The investments do so poorly, it actually for the last few years it was under 2%, that the states said in order to make the pension fund solvent, you've got to chip more money. How much? A half a billion dollars more from the taxpayers. Because that's what pays for the school you know, for funds. And by the way, an extra $100 million from teachers and lunch ladies. Like, that's a lot of money every year that to put up in order to make up for the fact that your investments didn't do well. And it was so bad, the current treasurer, Stacey Garrity, uh, who's a Republican, and the past treasurer, Corsella, who was a Democrat, both of them went after the board of this pension fund. They're, those guys are gone now. They did leaders of the, uh, of the effort because they did so poorly. And I'm wondering... How is this not front page news everywhere? Thankfully, you know, New York Times, Inquirer, everyone's writing about it now. But it took a little effort. And that's what we all have to do. We have to make noise for ourselves. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And, yes, my sense is that uh, they were able to, to basically silence these stories for a while. How do they how do they pull that off? I mean, <laughs> number one, who do they think they are? And how do they have, like, how what, whose strings are they pulling to actually – quash a lot of these stories as they did for a long time well i lived it and you have too when you and i get my show was on network television so i thought i was sort of immune but here's the deal the government has similar values and a game plan as major media companies which also has similar game plan as the big corporations especially financial corporations well when those three groups are working together that's a totalitarian leadership model and that's what we end up with some stories just aren't sexy enough I can transition real briefly to talk about energy policy because this is really critical for the Ukraine and everything else we're facing. We have a false narrative around energy, which is the Green New Deal will save the planet. As a scientist, just the same way as a doctor I could call out the lies in COVID and one Fauci fired because of his incompetence, I have the same exact insights as a scientist looking at energy policy. The Green New Deal scientifically is a lie. It cannot be done in the time that they've claimed it can be done in. So if we truly want to save the planet, what works? Well, turns out natural gas is 
so much better than other countries burning their dirty coal. We should be taking our natural gas out of the ground here in Pennsylvania, for example, shipping it through New York. Because, you know, they won't let us, but shipping it to the coast of the New England state so they can use our natural gas instead of taking someone else's dirty natural gas like they do from South America. But here's the deal. If we were to use our natural gas in overseas you know, as a, for our allies and others, it will be the equivalent of replacing every car with gas with electricity. In other words, electrifying our entire fleet of cars, plus putting a solar panel on every rooftop plus doubling wind energy, all that together just by using a natural gas. But you can't tell that story, Greg. You will, I kept on your program and a few others. You will never see that written in the Times. It doesn't get covered in any of the major media outlets, CNN, whatever. Think about it. MSNBC doesn't talk about energy. And so we're sort of stuck with groupthink that the only way to, to, to move forward is to stop driving our cars. The, not that. And that's the same con game we live with with COVID. Don't fool us twice. Well, it's amazing that you're out there saying what you're saying. Uh, look, I've been looking at this uh, race now for a couple of months. In my opinion, and I don't know if you characterize yourself this way, but you're the MAGA candidate. You are the most Trump-like candidate. You have a lot in common with him. You also, The opposition actually has reminds me of the opposition to Trump from traditional Republicans trying to Say, well, you know, uh, Trump, uh, Trump was friendly with this star, that star. I see a lot of the same opposition that he faced, you're facing now. But how do you make that case or can you make that case to those who think, well, wait a second, Dr. Raz, that, that guy had it made. He's on easy street. He's friends with all those elitists. I do believe you're the MAGA candidate. Do you accept that characterization? I accept it. I embrace it. I've talked to the president frequently. The voters in Pennsylvania know it because I speak to the same issues with the same boldness that he had. Listen, people didn't like to hear what he was saying sometimes, especially powers that didn't like being called out, didn't like the, the fact they dis, you know, disrupted the status quo because the status quo was very profitable to some people. But he was right. I mean, walk down the line of all the things he's pushing for. We would not be, I don't think, watching the Ukraine getting pummeled by Putin if President Trump was in place. We had energy policy that made us self-sufficient. We didn't have a 7% inflation rate and the gas wasn't $5 a gallon. All things, by the way, he predicted would happen if we didn't follow his approach. Look at the border. Forget about Democrat, Republican. Just look at the results. I'm a heart surgeon, right, Greg? If I operate on you and I do my best job, but your relative dies, that, that wasn't a successful surgery. We sort of, you know, you know morose humor say the operation went great, the patient died. No, it didn't. It doesn't matter how well you think the operation went if the patient dies. So we ought to look at the results. They are not good. And Biden is becoming a, for, you know, a booster rocket for Republican candidates like me to thrive in the fall elections by making mistake after mistake after mistake. And then we have to challenge why is it Washington is getting it wrong? And I do believe it's because there are few people like President Trump are willing to say what they see, get pummeled by the media, are not listened to by the deeper state members of, you know, of the bureaucracy of our government. Uh, that actually undermines some of those policies and regulations that don't make sense. And they certainly don't get listened to by, in the average home because they don't have a chance to be heard. So take a step back, everybody. Make your own mind up. And here's a request. Be brave. That's what made America special. Remember, it's home of the brave. We're only free if we are brave. President Trump was brave. I burned the boats, stopped my show, as you know, and stopped the magazine, stopped everything else I was doing, the books, in order to run because I'm not going back. We need people to step up and be counted. I love it. I love it. Two more quick things. Number one, you're you're all over the place in Pennsylvania. I'm genuinely curious. Are people asking you about Ukraine, not the media, but regular people? Are they concerned? What 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 level of uh, concern is there about Ukraine? 
there's humanitarian concern over Ukraine, but what makes it especially painful in Pennsylvania is even the women who kindly give me coffee in the morning at the diner know everything about our energy policy problems and know that this uh, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania could have massively helped avoid what happened in the Ukraine. And I think that realization that we had all the tools at our fingertips and we weren't allowed to do it, again, because of woke activists who would camp out on pipe sites or activist lawyers who would make up uh, uh, reasons, frivolous ones for blocking pipelines. And like, they know that we could have done better and no one told the truth. That's why this year, 2022, is about saying what you see. And and Republicans are starting to feel more comfortable. They know they're going to get canceled. Can't say this stuff at work. I mean, it's crazy that you can't bring up realities like Biologic males shouldn't be allowed to beat up on biologic females in sports. Well, that, that, that doesn't sound so controversial to me. But if you say what I just said in most jobs, you're done. I say it because I got rid of my job in order to campaign because I wanted to be able to tell the truth. I didn't want appendages holding me back. But think about that. That simple statement. Mm. First of all, I'm not letting the language getting controlled by anybody else. It's not transgender, this or that. You can be all those things, and I respect you for those things. That's your decision. But biologic men should not be able to hurt the sports that biologic women are seeking to participate in. We've worked our whole lives to build up title, you know, the, the, the rules that protect women's sports. Now we're dismantling it because we're not brave enough to say what we see. And secondly, I think that there's, no matter what you try to do with hormone treatments and you know, too many you know, months of having you know, whatever waxing, whatever gets done, that you won't change the, that basic biologic reality. And the fact that, again, J.K. Rowling can't say that without getting canceled. You know, what, I mean, what, what else did she do that would make you think that she's a completely off the rocker individual, except write super selling children's books that had tremendous values in them with Harry Potter? Yeah. Yet you can't find her now. She got canceled. It's, it's wild. Hey, listen, one more question. And I've always been curious. Uh, the first time you perform open heart surgery, I've got a few seconds left. There's there's a there's the first time you do that by yourself. Do you remember that? Is that like I mean you're 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 responsible. That's that's got to be like flying for the first time by yourself, or is it? Or have you practiced it so many much, so many times under supervision that you're ready to do it? What's it like performing open heart surgery for the first time when you're the guy in charge? It's etched in your soul. I remember the case vividly. Every single thing that that I, it made me nervous and things that later on I knew weren't big problems, I catastrophized them like everyone does because you never want to have uh, the, the, a patient die on you at any time in your life in the very beginning. You don't know how to deal with the challenges, but that's what happens in medicine. You, there's an apprenticeship program. People senior to calm you. They, 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 they know that it's not just about the technique. It's the art form of surgery. So having the confidence and the desire to do it right is critical. But here's one big thing, Greg. It's a fine line between arrogance and confidence. Right? Arrogance kills people. Controlled uh, confidence is what you need in surgery. Knowing what to do, doing it right, being brave as you do it because you know you got to make decisions, and living with the consequences. You own it. Amazing, amazing. Dr. Oz, Dr. Mehmet Oz, he's running for the United States Senate in Pennsylvania as a Republican. Go to DrOz.com. Spell out doctor. DrOz.com. Dr. Oz, we thank you. God bless you, Greg. Take care. All right. All the best. And we'll be right back. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.